So what else, right? What else? Okay, so this is what happened next. So then everybody goes to their rooms and everybody's going into each other's rooms and just checking everything out. And we're all just so giddy. And we're like, you know, like sliding down the stairs like our kids do, right? Like, and and just like, you know, and then we go into the fireplace and just like have a little settle down and, and just have one of the most senior moms there just be like, okay, so she shares, right? First we do bios. We just kind of go around. Everybody says one thing that's, that's about them that they want to share kind of thing. And then, and then the most senior mom, she just, she took the time, right? She took the time to prepare like a little devotional kind of a message for us just to get us kickstarted for the retreat and just, just, just share a little bit of the vision of what we're trying to do here for the next few days kind of thing. And, and just, you know, convey to everyone like what, what's accessible and available to them, right? Like for them to embrace. And so then she goes on and she talks about the circle, right? She talks about it as like a, first there's the athlete recovery cycle and then there she transitions it to a mom recovery cycle, right? And it was just so lovely to just see that double comparison thing, right? Whereas where the, the athlete recovery cycle, it's the circle and like at the 12 o'clock position, there's work and that takes up almost half of the cycle, right? And then and then by the time it's at the four o'clock, there's the fatigue, right? And then by the time it's six o'clock, then it's like, oh, now we gotta enter the recovery phase. So, you know, like that's, that's what an athlete needs to do for it to be in its optimal performance, right? It's gotta t- spend like half the time training and half the time recovering, right? Anyways, then she transitions it into a mom recovery cycle, right? And so she talks about how, you know, like there's the work, like starts at the 12 o'clock down and then there's the fatigue, same as the athlete. Then by the time we get to recovery phase, there's three major points that she covered that I thought were so bang on, you know, like there's once we get to the the seven o'clock place of the recovery phase, it's like relaxation. That's, that's to rejuvenate our bodies, right? That's to refire it and reset it, right? The things that are just going to help us transition into, okay, let's do this, right? Like that, that's, but like, but she talked very distinctly that we can't just do one. We actually need to go through the whole cycle. We need to go through the relaxation to, to quiet, to soften the body, right? We need to go through the next part, which is the meditation, you know, to quiet the mind, to settle the mind, to put the mind at ease, to allow for our brains and our minds to feel like they're getting a massage, right? Like somebody's getting in there and draining the brain plaque, you know, that that is built up over time and over like different stressful experiences and everything and just draining it all out and just allowing for ourselves to go into that deep meditation place. And then she talks about the next part of our recovery cycle is revelation, right? It's the time where our soul gets to to be, I guess, like addressed or the soul gets a place. There's a place that is held for our soul to be nourished and nurtured and and to be connected with. And, and so she talks about, you know, the reason why you know, you can't just do one is, is because you'll just get back up the next day and be like, Oh, it's like, I didn't even do anything. Right. Like, because you're just right into the grind again. But when you go through the fullness of the cycle, you know, taking one 
one thing at a time, right? And just really take in that time, carving it out, right? And, and making good use of it. Then we get to the point where we are reset, we are refired, we are rejuvenated, we're passionate, we know our gifts, we're using our gifts, we're gonna plan out when, when we're gonna use it and how we're gonna use it. And, and then we find ourselves more loving, more generous, and all of these kinds of things because we've been able to do the things that allow for us to, to do the next thing, right? Like, like somebody said earlier on a few months back when I was just like in the ponderful mode about my life, somebody said something, instead of depleting your cup and then trying to fill it back up again, how about we just have a standard where we're always trying to make sure our cup is full so that anything that's flowing over the cup, that's what we, that's when we are more generous with other people. That's when we're, you know, more loving and, and all this kind of thing. But why would we ever wanna function in a place that is anything less than being happy to serve and, and, and like deeply loving and, and so great, so glad to be generous and, and that kind of thing, right? And so it's like, oh, it just really, uh, I don't know, like, I feel like it harped on my, on my spirit and soul to be like, yeah, I gotta figure that out. I gotta figure out a way for me to make sure that I can have my cup full as often as possible, if not all the time, right? Like, so that I'm, I'm plugging in into my life things that are making sure that I'm at full, right? And that's not a selfish thing. That's not like a, like an out of this world thing. It's actually like, if I want it, I can have it, right? It's almost like saying, oh, like you can't, you can't feel the spirit all the time or like you can't feel full all the time, right? Like of course that would feel really bizarre to somebody that might like have lived their life in poverty, right? Where they're like, no, you can't like feel full every meal, right? Like that's not like available, right? Like, or like you can't feel happy like, you know, like most of the day, right? Like you've got to feel like, you know, maybe happy once a week or like once every couple months, right? Right, you know? So it's it's really fun to just start to conceive the possibilities, right? And that's just the recovery cycle, part of like the, the discussion and the talk that we were talking about. So a few questions that I took away from it. One of the questions was what feeds my soul? What makes me wanna jump out of my bed? Um, and then she quoted a book that was called The Sabbath by Wayne Miller. So exciting, I'm so excited to read it. Cause that, cause that in itself was like, yeah, that's why the Sabbath is a delight. That's why we have it every week, right? And maybe that's a hint to us that we shouldn't just wait once a week, right? To take time, but like maybe we need to be like thoughtful about Sabbath-like moments of sacred time within every day, right? Because this is a recovery cycle. Like I know for me, after two hours of just pumping it out for my family, I need, I need my recovery phase, serious. I'm like ready to burn out after two hours in and I'm like, whew, there's no way I'm ready for the marathon. I'm like huffing and puffing right now, right? And so I'm just, I'm just learning more clearly like what, what needs to happen for me to be a better mommy to myself, right? Like this whole self-mothering journey is like really, really um, just really touching and means so much to me, you know? I'm just, I'm just starting 
the tiny, tiny motions of hopefully creating something that is just so, so helpful. And so I just thought that's really sweet. That's really sweet. So then, then we had a bit of a discussion. You know, we kind of shared different moments because it, it was touched on, like, you know, when we are reset, refired, and rejuvenated, then we can access acknowledging our gifts and seeing them for what they are and actually going for them, right? You know, like one of the people there said something about, like, asking herself the question, like, what do I want to do before I die, right? Like, what, what would be one thing that I know that is for me that I could be doing before I die, because that's my gift, right? It's been given to me so that I can share it, right? Because I seriously love that um, quote by that one artist singer, where he's like, my gifts and my talents are not for me, they're for others, right? And so that's been something that I've been keeping with me too. It's like, what, what is my thing? What is my thing that I have available because it's been given to me and maybe it's a talent right so that i can share it with others so that was beautiful i was so delighted to just get to be a part of that little mini kind of like discussion kind of like prompting our feelings and thoughts and 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 directioned and and it was just so so lovely